0: Welcome to the programming podcast. Here you can learn about computer science concepts in a brief and accessible way. I'm your host, Minku Gadget. Hello, everyone. In this episode today, we are going to discuss the data structure try. Yes, you heard right. I didn't say tree, I said a try. Although the try is a type of a tree, It is slightly different in terms of usage. It is going to be particularly useful for indexing and looking up strings. Now, as a disclaimer, I already said that in many other episodes, but the things that we're going to discuss in this podcast, they're not going to be always applicable immediately in all of your day-to-day job, right? In general, they're going to be applicable particularly for large-scale problems. And when you're on a technical interview, the interviewer usually wants to verify whether you can solve a problem for a scalable input, for a large input. So this means that it is very likely for you to need the try data structure during one of your future coding interviews. So I hope this is going to be useful and it is going to give you a good intuition on what tries are, how you can implement one, and when you should use them. Now, I mentioned that tries are useful for looking up text. Let us suppose that we want to solve this problem first without a try. Let us suppose that we want to perform a spell check. So, while the user is typing something into a text box, we want to verify whether the word that they have written to this point exists in a dictionary or not. There are a couple of ways to go. So, there are probably the most basic way to go is to have a list of all the different words in a dictionary so they can be in an array and once the user starts typing something you're going to go over all the different words in this array and you're going to compare the current substring that they have written with each word and how are we going to compare two words for example let us suppose that the user has written a string a and we start iterating over our array of dictionary words we're going to go to the first one And in order to compare two strings in general, the algorithm is to iterate over their characters and compare them one by one. Strings in memory are usually represented as arrays, arrays of characters. If you have used a lower level language such as C or C++, I'm sure you're already familiar with that. If you're using JavaScript or any other language where you can just apply equal 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 on top of two strings and verify whether they're the same string or not, well, this may require some further explanation. What is going to happen is your string comparison algorithm needs to go from the beginning of each word to its end. So we're going to compare the first character with of uh, the user's word A, together with the first letter from the first words in the dictionary. After that, we're going to go to the second letter, third letter, and so on and so forth. Of course, there are some optimizations that we can apply. For example, we can compare first the lengths of these two words. And if they are different, then, well, perfect. Then the words are not equal. But if they both have the same length, then we need to go a character-by-character basis. In such scenario, it means that we need to perform as many comparisons as words we have in the array, in the dictionary, multiplied by the number of characters that we have in the user input. And that is pretty slow. Another thing that we can perform is using a hash map. We can, hash, we can calculate the hash of all the different words in our dictionary, and we can store them in a hash map. That's great, but very often we have a lot of different words in a dictionary and our hash function is going to produce a lot of collisions. In this case, what is going to happen in the end is that our hash map is going to contain a lot of entries with collisions, which are usually going to be represented as a list of strings. If we want to perform a lookup in this hash map which with a lot of collisions, we'll have to first find the right bucket in which our word may potentially reside. Once we find this bucket, we need to find all the different words that have received the exact same value from the hash function of the hash map, and we need to compare them one by one with the user input. And this is still not ideal. With the try data structure though, once we index all the different words from our dictionary, we are going to get a linear check. Yes, we will be able to compare we'll be able to find out whether our word exists in the final dictionary just by performing number of operations which are equal to the length of the user's word. And that's really fast. If we have a dictionary with one million words and the user has entered just three characters, just by performing three comparisons, if we have indexed our dictionary in a try, we'll be able to verify whether the user's words exist in the dictionary or not. That is super powerful. Now, let us see how tries work. And once we look at this topic, we're also going to discuss their implementation. In general, as I already mentioned, tries are just trees. But some special kind of trees. Each node in this tree can have as many children as many letters in our alphabet we have. And each path from any of the leaves of the tree back to the root contains a single word. Now, let us try to insert the word apple into our try. So, first, as with any tree, we're going to go to the root. Now, the root of the try is going to be a just node. This node is going to have a single property called children. This property is going to be of a type HashMap, where to individual characters, we're mapping different nodes. Once we want to insert the word Apple, we're first going to take its first letter, A. We're going to perform a lookup in the children HashMap. We're going to try to find out whether there is already a node associated with the letter A. And if there is such note, we're going to just retrieve it from there and take it. And we're going to perform the exact same operation with the second letter of our word, P. This time, however, as a target node, we're going to consume the children note of the root that we just retrieved. However, if this A character is not associated with another node, what we're going to do is create a new note. After that, associated with the letter A in the roots children hash, and that's it. From there on, we're going to continue this recursively. Now, notice how we're adding the characters one by one, and one character corresponds to one node. So by the end of the insertion, we would have insert as many nodes, as many letters we have in the word apple, and by going from the root to the leaf node, we'll be able to verify whether apple resides in our tree or not. That's it, that's how simple it is. With tries, we can perform this very efficient lookup operation. This means that usually tries will be extremely useful when we want to perform different types of searching. For example, if we have a large dictionary of words, we can verify whether an input word exists in this dictionary or not. Another popular use case is for spell checking as we already discussed. If we want to index a document, a text do- document, we can use a try as well. Imagine we have a very large text document and we want to find out what is the particular position of a word. We want to pretty much implement the search functionality notepad, let's say. We can index the individual words and also specify uh, their positions in the text. We can do that in the leaf nodes, which end particular words. Now once we do that, we can start the traversal of the tree from the root with the first letter for the string that we're looking for. Once we find out a particular child node, we're going to continue this algorithm recursively or uh, by just having a while loop until we eventually find the final leaf node, which contains the position of the word that we just discovered. Alternatively, if we don't find this particular word, what we can do is just, well, show zero results in the user interface. That's it. So I suppose that was everything for today. In this episode, we looked at the data structure try, which is extremely useful for looking up words. We described how tries are represented in memory, just with different nodes and a children property of type hash from character to note that references the children of the particular node for a particular character. Right, after that we discuss different use cases of tries, which are primarily used for lookup of strings, right? We can either implement a spell checker or a search functionality in a large chunk of text and so on and so forth. Now just keep this data structure in mind for your coding interviews. Also, once you see a heavy, computationally intensive Search lookup problem, you probably should consider tries. However, if you're dealing with 10 or 100 or even thousands of strings, please don't complicate your program by introducing a new data structure that your coworkers need to be familiar with. First, in our jobs, we should consider the readability of the software that we create. And right after that, if the performance is the bottleneck for our particular problem, we should consider making our implementation more efficient. That was everything for today. Thank you very much for listening. To learn about new episodes, you can follow me on Twitter at mgechev. The list of all resources and recordings is available at podcast.mgetchev.com. Thanks for listening.